2: Welcome to D.C.
3: Oh, sookie, sookie. Here we go. Burgundy and gold today. Coming out the blocks hot and hard. Shout out to Brother Jackson, who we heard today. Filling in for the King, who is, uh, I guess, being his last day in the Hamptons. He's expected to be back online tomorrow morning, and I guess that means we get Jack back. So, Jack, say goodbye to the heated seats, you know, the valet parking, the custom coffee or latte that you've been served. You're back on G-Block. That's right. And we can't wait to get Jack back. And, of course, Big Baby, who should be on, I think, overtime today. He's uh, holding that down. A lot going on. The Hoffman Show follows us, and the one and only Ben Standing will be on with Craig and uh, Baby Ant. I think Scotty
4: J's got to finish filming a movie for the rest of the day, right?
3: Yeah, he's on some kind of call, some kind of celebrity deal. It's called some kind of makeover that he is doing. But shout out to the DMV. Of course, I can't get enough of Rooster <laughs> and Pistol Pete. And of course, their uh, co host, Polly. And when they have those big wars out of the 757, Rooster and Polly have got to be. What's the internet guy, the Disney freak that's doing the boxing? Jake Paul. Jake Paul. I see Polly and Russell. In some form of steel cage match. I I sense it. It's coming to that. I can feel it. Man, they get really fired up. That would be box office. It would be. It would be the Rooster and Polly, 757. Hail to the W. Today, we have a a 4 o'clock deadline. The brother Hoffman and company, they will celebrate that. I am far more intrigued and interested in today than I was over the combine. The Ravens um, and one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch play. And I prefaced to watch it play. I reached out to my old partner and boss, Chuck Sapienza, who's in the Ravens market because I know if I needed to know something, uh, then I, I contact Chuck. And, and I, I know that covering the Ravens, it's got to be a lot of fun for anybody in the market. Because they do win most of their games. They're kind of always in the hunt. I, I, I've admired the way they do things. And they do things their own way. You know, which is cool. People love it as long as it works, as long as you're winning. This one, I have no idea the outcome this thing with Lamar because what Lamar has done is what most people are so uncomfortable with. I love it and I listen to everybody and respect everybody's opinion. Oh, you should never represent yourself. Well, you know, this thing is pretty cut and dry based on what round you drafted in. They kind of etched this thing out. There's only so much you're going to get. Now, what you do need is a litigator. You do need a lawyer. You need somebody in there The terms You can manipulate some things. But first round guy, not like Baker Mayfield. He didn't win the Heisman, but he was in contention. What he's doing, he's going for broke. In any negotiation, you got to be willing to lose in order to compete. He doesn't, if they don't accept him, well, he's willing to move on. He's stuck on himself, not the Ravens and not Baltimore. It's the only way you can negotiate. You can't be bleeding somebody's colors and then competing with them. It doesn't work. Derek Carr had a no-trade clause in his contract with the Raiders. Guess who's smiling right now? Derek Carr. He got. You might think he got hosed or whatever you want to say. He's in control. Got to control it. Aa Aaron. It's gonna make over fifty million a year. Now, I'd get rid of Aaron if I were Green Bay, but I don't understand the commercial value of Aaron Rodgers because I'm not in Green Bay. I bet it's enormous. I bet they sell coffee mugs. They sell. T- I bet they sell everything with a a Aaron ron on it. So it's those dollars we don't necessarily see that matter. I think Aaron's bluffing. There's nobody going to kiss his behind the way Green Bay does. Man, New York, he couldn't handle the New York media for 10 seconds. Although that's really what he should do. Because to me, you want to be big time, do it in New York. That's why Joe Willie Namath to me is untouchable when it comes to being a star. From a man making a prediction to win the Super Bowl in New York, being an underdog, by the pool with his shades on, chilling. Hey, a a ron is too – he's too – he's a he's, – He's a duck. This dude ain't got no. Game. He's got no swag. He's a hell of a passer. He's a hell of a passer. But if this were Olympics and we're getting points for throwing, hitting points, he'd win every year. This is football in America. Our champions are crowned kings. You want to be a badass in our society, you have to win. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. You can have all the commercials in the world, Baker Mayfield. Don't be mad at him. First player taken. Heisman Trophy winner. Won a playoff game in where? Cleveland. Where people go to die. And he won a playoff game in Cleveland. And they kicked him to the curb. It don't matter. He did something no others hadn't done. Bernie Kozar is a god in Cleveland. You know why? Playoffs. This is a really simple formula. For all you parents listening, telling your kids, tell them don't worry about where they're ranked. Tell them don't worry about if they're a two-star, three-star. Make sure they win. Win the game good things continually happen to you when you're negotiating from a position of strength it means you won the game we have got to get back to crowning kings for winning so i reached out to chuck and chuck is hopeful but you know it's his market i'm sure he wants i'm sure he wants him to succeed for those of you checking on my boy chris baker don't forget about the big fella, man. He's got a lot of swag. He's um, going through therapy, but getting better. You know, big swaggy man. It's amazing. Don't take this medical updates for granted. It's important. One day you hear, next day a guy could be, um, uh, could be out. According to Brother Carpenter. Lamar did win Heisman. Why don't I have Lamar in my my computer bank of being a Heisman Trophy winner? I know he had the game. Okay. I don't know why they didn't jump up to my...
4: I He did win? Our, yeah. yeah. I should have remembered that, too, because I remember when he played at Louisville, they were, like, top 10 to 15. Oh, I yeah. No, he's...
3: wherever he is, he blow. I mean, he goes by. I, I mean, this is not Carpenter's... <laughs> This is not his expertise, where he's an expert at. This is not his particular field of interest, but I will trust him on this one. And then I'll wait until until somebody that I trust in sports reaches out. Yeah, why wouldn't I? I don't remember. Yeah, 2016 he won. He's
4: the youngest player to ever win the Heisman.
3: Okay, Carpenter's right. Man, all right, it's 2023. It's my first mistake of the year. Well... You know, I try to get in April or May usually when I get in. But to have this happen now in March is embarrassing. Really is embarrassing. And especially to have Carpenter, of all people. You know, uh, my goodness. Well, here's what I do know. You got to win. When Baker Mayfield planted that flag in Columbus in the big house, that's when he was with me. I said, okay, this is the kind of guy I like to line up with. You got to have that thing about you. Lamar's been hurt now. Last two years, in crunch, when the lights get bright, December, January, he's nowhere to be seen. And the worst thing could have happened to him in my is that people questioned whether or not he was hurt. Did he hold out because he was injured? Did he hold out for making a point? You never want to be thought of that way. A warrior, he's going to battle and deal with everything else afterwards. I believe he was hurt. Personally, I believe he was hurt. Otherwise, he would have gone for his, for his boys. Uh, there's a lot going on in Baltimore. It's not necessarily I love what they have defensively. I'm a little disappointed that the trends are now moving towards if you sell out on defense, you'll be home with a remote in your hand when the tournament gets going. I don't care if you have nine all pros over there. That's not how you win in today's game. Now, that saddens me because I don't like it when the offense comes because they change the rules and they trick the system up, can't touch a receiver, can't touch a quarterback. Well, hell, why don't you just start every game off, you know, giving them seven-point advantage? But that's really what we're getting into now. The game is being manipulated for reasons that drive entertainment. Because this is a made-for-television product. This ain't about fandom. It really isn't. This is a made-for-television product. And they'll do anything they can do to manipulate it so that it what? Generates more profit. How can you blame them? When every other year, every badass is saying, "I I ain't playing. Pay me more. I want this guaranteed. What have you won, Slim? That's what I'd be saying. The rules should be set. Now, look, I ain't mad at the players. I understand it. I just want you out there as Joe the fans to understand both of them playing the game. Aaron Rodgers playing the game. He's won one championship. Any man, any individual that brags about MVPs is not my quarterback. I don't want to be I don't want to be in there with him. This dude's an egomaniac. I think he's got pictures of himself in his bedroom. I really do. I think he's got portraits of himself in his bedroom. I ain't mad at him. I ain't mad at him. I like watching him. But here's what I'm telling you. Let's get it straight. Winner takes all. Mahomie is gonna out earn all of them. He's out performing all of them, and he's going to have more wins than all of them before it's said and done. Now here's the good news that I got today for you. Um, when I heard <laughs> – I'm, I'm not laughing at the quarterback, but when you get hurt in Indianapolis, then you go – and coach high school football you know where I'm going right then you throw out you throw out feelers that you want back in you know where I'm going now keep going okay there's a quarterback it was pretty damn good not great look look terrible doing what he did but he got results he's gone out the game now for two years he's coaching high school football he has now reached out to two teams saying yo i'm ready to come back if you need me philip rivers (laughs) really he wants back in why wouldn't he slim have you seen the people playing quarterback in this league true now, if you're Phillip Rivers, I, I mean, I'm not trying to – look, man, I'm just calling it straight. Y'all be the judge. It doesn't matter to me because I really don't spend that much time on most people that don't win. I'm doing this right now as an obligation to the viewers and listeners. I'm talking viewers as if we're being, if we're being televised, but you know what I'm thinking ahead? I'm thinking big, that one day this show will be t- broadcast. So I'm just getting ready for it. You got to project in life, folks. You got to see yourself doing things before you do it, or there's a pretty good chance you won't get to do it because you haven't visualized that. I see, I see the junkies, and I love it when they say, Hey, man, NBC, and doing it up. I say, Go on with your bad self. I like that. That's thinking big, thinking outside the box. Philip Rivers contacts two teams saying, Yo, Holla at me. Tom Stickman Brady. Stickman, the GOAT. Now they're talking about the GOAT? Ah, maybe the Dolphins might not be too bad. Seriously, this position is in dire need. It is on life support. Do you know how humiliating this has got to be to people? Now we go back to the Combine. And who got all the raves in the Combine? Who got all the raves, Anthony Richardson? Okay, hold that thought. We got to go to break. We come back. The guy that got all the raves—you would have thought he didn't play last season. Seriously, you would have thought that he just practiced, but he never played in the game. Woo! Wow! Woo! Wow! What the hell did he do in, And he don't—he wasn't at Bible U. He was at Florida. I don't get it. I don't get it. You got to explain it to me. Take a break. We come back. These are things that I'm asking, that I'm at, that I'm throwing out there as questions. And I got an APB out for Dr. Holder. I'm calling out their brother Holder because he's one of the few guys in this market. Ben Standing being another one. Big Ben will be on today in the Hoffman Show. Sometimes, you know, you just got to scratch your head and the things that make you go, hmm. How powerful is Cox Internet? Coming live from the VIP, yeah, yeah. heard the nightlife. life, lost lights with that me. Both dead in the state wanna see my knee. The whole city got fits, heard he got three. That other It's all in Tuesday out. here on team nine eighty. Burgundy and gold today. Uh Jackson returns Manana and uh I mean his pockets will be he'll have puffy pockets when he uh when he gets back on the microphone, uh, tomorrow morning. And of course we're looking for an update on big L because he is, uh, and give him a lot of credit, man. He's on a huge weight loss campaign right now that he's working on. And we are, we're really proud of him and what he is attempting to do because I don't know, they say you should not lose a lot of weight rapidly. That it's not good for you, but, uh, we encourage, Linnell Willingham, and those of you that want to contribute to him and wish him well on this weight loss adventure he's in, you can send him an email of congratulations at B-T-B underscore semicolon hashtag uh, N-E-L-L. All right? And do that on Twitter. And the rest of you that are on Twitter the absolute right way, I do appreciate you guys playing ball and being team players. And uh, Taz starts off. He says, Doc, Philip Rivers, he has nine kids. He has to take care of them the only way he knows how, the NFL. And uh, Taz, the, the brother does have nine, and he's, they're great parents. I used to love the videos that Philip would put out. I covered his games when he was at NC State and I was doing ACC football. It was a lot of fun. It, uh, and T Parker says on Twitter, um, can you find out how many kids Polly and the Rooster have? That was an obvious bad divorce settlement. They argue every day. No doubt about it. I mean, it, it is really not the only reason I tune in, but one of the reasons that I to, do tune in to see these two um, passionate people who love sports. And they go after it on a daily basis. But I go back to Phillip Rivers' state of the quarterback position situation. Tom Brady, supposed to be out. Now, we know he's a year away from Fox. But he's got one year. Now, I thought my gut tells me Frisco because he's from Frisco. But I know he has a great relationship with the owner of the Miami Dolphins. That relationship has already cost the Dolphins draft picks or whatever. And so, what that could happen. So I'll go to the younger member member of this team. What does your gut tell you? Had you heard any scuttlebutt about Rivers and about the goat? So I didn't hear anything
4: about Philip Rivers coming back, but Tom Brady. I mean, you know, we saw he retired. You know, a season or like you know, a year and a half ago. I just feel like this guy loves the game so much that I'm not ruling out any, you know, possible return for him. I really wouldn't be surprised if, you know, right when training camp starts around June or July, he gets that itch to come back and he's so smart, you know, with offensive schemes and everything that he could pick up any playbook like like he had been playing in that offense for years. So right now I would lean towards neither of them coming back, but I wouldn't be surprised if Brady came back over Rivers.
3: And then if you take a if you think of what's going on with Lamar I go back to being your own agent. Most people say if you are your own agent, you have a fool for an agent. It's just supposed to be combative. Think of this. In the situations the NFL is set up, pretty rigid, kind of set up. You know you're going to be in a bracket. But listen to the guys who get one up on the organization. A, no clause, no trade clause. I dictate what I go escalations and fun. There's a number of ways you can do to manipulate some things down the road. But it also puts a a, a bright light on the lack of quality quarterbacks in the NFL. If you ask, and I'm a big fan of the XFL, the defenders. Shields up. Shields up, baby. Now, and I do have an, a, a call out for the defensive back coach and former World champion with your Washington commanders. Vernon Dean. They're in meetings right now, but we could get a call from Vernon. And this is a wave of enthusiasm, but let's get off the crowd. DC has the best crowd, DC has the best facility. It just said it's been so long since I've said. Put this particular sentence together. D.C. has the best crowd. D.C. has the best facility. D.C. has the best defense. Think about it. We've said those things here once upon a time. But most people that said it no longer with us. It's been that long. So I, I love the fact that I'm looking forward to defender games. What's the difference in the league? What's the most obvious difference in your mind? Talent level, but how can you? What, what, what do your eyes tell you? Do your eyes tell you that? Well, how, describe what your eyes tell you. I mean, it's great football. Don't get
4: me wrong, but there's just some some things that you see that you're like, uh, you know, NFL players could make you know certain plays, run better routes, quicker routes. You know, the ball. So is- you
3: see a decisive difference between watching the Denver Broncos play last year. Or watching San Antonio or watching the D.C. defenders play?
4: No, I wouldn't say a uh, like a drastic difference. But in my opinion, there, there's, there's a little bit. I mean, um, I, I especially notice it when they do that uh, aerial view of them running routes and stuff. I mean, some of these people, some of these receivers in the NFL are just incredibly
3: faster. The quarterback position stands out. If it's, if it's mediocre from 20 to 32 in the NFL, all these people here have had a sniff. They had a cup of coffee. They had a shot in the NFL. So what we're looking at, oh, so we'll see. Look, there's a dire need to me to have more league, more participation, more guys playing the game. We've got a a problem. Remember when it went to basketball, and, and it's happened in basketball, where big men have had a problem shooting free throws. It's been a pretty legitimate problem that we've dealt with and gone through. Even as current as we've had it with Akintatupo, free throw shooting for bigs. Now, Rick Barry had a remedy for this back in the day. Some of you with implants and root canals, you know what I'm talking about underhand to get it done. What always blew my mind, now there are shooting coaches, but they're not famous. Like the quarterback gurus and coaching. You know how many people in the NBA can't shoot? We're having a clear exhibition of it right now with Westbrook. Now I think he's got the yips. <clears throat> I don't think I think I don't think his thing is mechanical more as much as it's mental. G from the shop, hot out, shout out to the brother, you being an expert in this category. I am saying that we've got people to help you, golf coaches probably get the most publicity. We know more golf coaches and gurus that hang with the top golfers, but you don't have anybody in football, per se, as that whisper. Now Peyton is one of them. Now, as a coach, same thing we had with Coriel. We had with back in the day when we had uh when we had Bill out in San Francisco with the 49ers. He was a guru. You heard about it all the time. Oh man, and people in his system, and he proved worthy, and he won more than most. But just think about it. Specializing in that, why do so many teams have Inadequate quarterbacks. Why is the gap so large? And what? And those that have goat status or goat potential, a la Cincinnati, Kansas City, Buffalo, L.A. Chargers, not not Rams. But just think about it. I am just really taken back by as many of these. Seven-on-seven seven leagues, now it's starting. There's a reason why, and, and I will give Carpenter some credit for this. One of the few times you hear me say anything good about his football IQ. Four or five years ago, he said, Sundays is going to become Saturday, like Saturdays. And I said, you're out of your mind. He was right. He was right. What's the difference between Saturday and Sunday? just in uniforms. Couldn't say that 10 years ago. You can to see right now that if you're not innovative and you also have to be a great communicator, remember how all the recruiting gurus back in the day, but if you could recruit, everybody knew. Mike Loxley, perfect example. You know Lox has got, he's renowned. You can go over to some foreign countries and say, uh, who's a great recruiter? And they'll say, Mike Loxley. They know about him. Boy, he's got history. He's got reputation because of his ability to recruit. Then you also have to have another ability. It's got to be to teach. Can you teach? Can you get somebody better at their sport? The development of it. Outstanding. And we're starting to see a little bit of that pick up. I'm still blown away that... From the surface, you look at the Ohio State University, you think of them, first notion comes to mind, run first, Woody, three backs, power. That couldn't be further from the truth in this world. They might be the home of the best receivers in college football.
4: It's unbelievable. You know what I can't wait to see in the NFL? And he was uh, you know, people were saying that he has like the best hands from the scouting combine the mm-hmm. other day It's Jackson Smith and Jigba. He got like he, he didn't play at all last season for Ohio State, but people forget the last time he was uh, you know, wearing that Buckeye uniform, like three hundred
3: and fifty yards in the Rose Bowl. No, it's crazy. And they have him in a bundle. And I just wonder you're talking about recruiting to go somewhere that's freezing in the winter. That's not, I'm just telling you, it blows my mind. Three oh one, two, three oh. Zero nine eighty is the number. Now look, don't expect to hear from Big Tony for the next hour or so. We've just taken the intellectual level of what we're discussing right now. Some of our they're gone. They don't even expect to hear from him today because he has no idea what we're talking about. And let's go to Dean in Gatesburg. Dean, welcome to the program. Oh, what's what's going on, Big Doc? Hey man, I decided to intellect to exercise the oh. intellectual capacity of our listening audience today. I had to take them off the Fred Flintstone uh, normalty and take them to school. I, I, can, I, I, you know, I can appreciate what
5: you're saying, brother, because I get tired of watching PlayStation 2. All right? Uh, the analytics, I think, have brought everybody to the game, but everybody shouldn't be playing this game, especially football you know football is, is is a game that you got to be very careful. I'm glad my man Sean Springs is is taking the opportunity to go into the helmets and so mm-hmm. forth. Yep. But I mean, I think I think the problem that we are having though is when you got all these people and you're talking about uh uh PlayStation and then you're talking about uh this era now we're talking about two two decades now that they been sitting and playing Nintendo. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's all a good right? point. And thinking that they could Thinking they can, thinking they can play like, play, play kind of like you guys had to play. You know, some, some some of you guys could play. Some of you guys had to build the character to play because it was so grid on, it was so flinched on, like you just said. Mm-hmm. Now, now you got people who think that they can play because they can run real fast, or they can jump real high, or they happen to be six foot five. You know, or you just keep hyping it up. So this is what I'm saying with with my man, my man Rivers. Yeah okay, we can we can go ahead and laugh and giggle about the children, but the children are the children. They're gonna be where they're gonna be. He knows what he got himself into. He's a Christian man. He knows what he got himself into. He loves the game. He's been coaching high school. If you bring him back, he he was all the way in San Diego. He's in North Carolina now. It's not too far. What's the what's your girl name? New, Sabah. New crew. Sabah. Sabah. <laughs> I bet she's gonna love you to death for this one. You know. He was great at North Carolina since I mean North Carolina. Outstanding. Outstanding. I was sad to see he went to San Diego, but he went with North. So, you know, we got he's got a good arm. I would like to see him if he if he has the opportunity to participate, see what he got, see what he has. And then Kind of coddle this situation that we got here. I'm not gonna say throw it all in on Rivers. I'm saying we like 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 um, Coach saying we're gonna we're gonna pat um how on the back, give him the confidence. Let's go, let's go with it. This is where this is where uh, everything is failing. We don't have the real like I think y'all had Dwayne little, little Simmons on the point guard from Maryland last, last I mean, in the morning time. Yeah. That dude was a. Yeah, simp. Simp was a
3: beast.
5: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And the first things that he said, when, when Scott made him reminisce a little bit, he said, "No ordinary Joe. Joe Smith. These guys were coached by Gary Williams. Oh man, these these coaches. When you when you when you coach good players." And outstanding players, you're gonna get great results. When you got people who don't know what they're doing and kind of play around with the numbers and and doing this and that and don't quite understand what it takes and also what it is, oh man! You, I mean, you 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 just gonna you just gonna get a playground game, and that's where kind of where, where we're at with sports in in general. But it's good to see defenders and XFL because that's giving more opportunities for everybody else.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm, clearly, gonna, I'm gonna
5: let it go right. There, buddy.
3: Appreciate that, man. Strong call, strong call, because he's listening, you know. And I know that um, it's different because we are in the midst of transition, and and it is amazing to me. But what got me on this tangent was when I heard Rivers and Brady in the same morning being bantered around as a return. Now, Purdy, let's give him some credit. Before the injury of the arm for the, for the 49ers, when you're Mr. Irrelevant and you got a win streak going and you're winning in December, that ain't bad. That ain't, I, don't, I don't think that's something that you look down on. Look up to that. I also want to take a look at the injuries, level of injuries for the 49ers and the Ravens. And I'm, and I'm doing this, and it hurts me to my core because they play the game the way I think the game should be played. They practice the way I think the game should be played. But they got a lot of people getting nicked. And, and, and that is a concern. Now, here's my – I don't bring up a topic without having an answer for it. We need to expand the roster, and I'm not, I don't hear any talk about it. 53 needs to go to 60. We have gone into games with one healthy quarterback and a lineman or back as the backup. Are you serious? In a billion dollar enterprise, this over, did it knocked over with profit? Is it just me? Why are we acting like we're on a shoestring budget? We need to expand the roster. Yeah, I'm just thinking about it. And hit me if you believe. If not, hey, I, I get it. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty is the number. You know, I apologize for making you think today, but every once in a while, we got to expand our horizons a bit. We just can't talk about shooting deer out in the middle of a field and think we've accomplished something. Thinking about Michael Jackson <clears throat> always makes me think. Uh, I mean, Mike, me tore it up. But is he the goat?
4: Got to be up there. He's Mount
3: Rushmore. Yeah, but is he? The, that's not. That wasn't my question. My question was, is he the goat? And and it's interesting because when I, and whenever I hear Brady's name come up, we don't even call him Tom anymore. And everybody knows what you're talking about. You say, hey, man, GOAT is thinking about going to Dolphin." You automatically know. He's kind of like, yeah, that's Brady. And I feel that way about MJ. And then I was thinking, you know, if, if we're in a conversation and I say, hey, man, you know, GOAT, how many people say, hey, man, who are you talking about? Or do they just know this MJ? Now, you're going to get some of your generation, I believe, to think is king.
4: Yeah, I would say for people in uh, my generation, it's right around 50-50. And it wasn't 50-50 until the last dance
3: documentary came out. It was right. in favor of LeBron. That elevated MJ. Yeah. That really like to you guys. brought a lot to
4: my attention. Yeah,
3: that's my point. And I can't blame you for something you didn't know. But I can also say to your father, yo, pops, you're supposed to educate this young man. Let him know. Because most of this comes down, it's passed down. You sitting around listening to your uncles. They shooting craps or playing dominoes or, or, or playing poker or shooting pool, whatever. Man, when I hear MJ, I think, well, wait a minute. Let me put this out today to the audience. Since I am, and Jackson, and Linnell, and I, and Eminem, we represent the most intelligent listeners between 12 and 3 in the country. That's been proven. And so I figured i will throw this thing out there. If I just walk up to anybody and just say, yo, uh, who's the GOAT? I got to believe that more than 90% of the people are going to say, no, I can't say that. If random, I just believe it's going to be two people to get the majority of that vote, and it's going to be Brady and MJ. I mean, if you even extend this, it won't do it long, but I'm just thinking that I just come to the realization that, wait, yo, wait a minute. Mike ain't been out there for a minute. He's still holding this thing down that way. It's one thing to be current. Like my homie, everybody's all over him. I mean, they look him up like he's, a, a, a I was about to say tasty freeze to you, but you wouldn't even know what I was talking about. I was about to say an ice cream cone from Tasty Freeze, and you would look at me like, "What are you talking about?" But a lot of these listeners, they know what I mean when I say Tasty Freeze. Who's the ultimate goat between both sports? Just period. I say, "Hey, I just got off the phone with the goat. Who am I talking to?" Michael Jordan. I, I really—that's what I believe. I mean, that's just what I believe. I'm thinking that, man, it's crazy right now when I'm just hearing this. And all this was prompted when I heard, yeah, they said I was listening this morning. Goat is thinking about going to Miami. Well, I knew MJ wasn't going to play for the Dolphins, so it's comfortable for me to assume, well, then just goes to Brady. But it couldn't be anybody else, though. Like, if those two dudes are off the board, then who? Bron Bron. He would get – I think he would probably get the most – it would come to him. Then after that, that's it. And it's something that we shouldn't throw around a lot. It shouldn't be something that's readily discussed. You know, I, I just think that um it's just one of those things I said, well let me toss this let me toss this to this high IQ group that I get and uh and, and see what happens. You know, that and how we deal with quarterbacks. In this money thing are two completely separate issues. Dwayne on Twitter. Expansion of the roster should be a part of the next CBA. This will give more players the opportunity to play and improve their skills. Also, ability to rotate more players in and out to alleviate injuries. Also, quarterbacks should have their own separate salary cap. Now, I haven't heard that one before, but it does that's one thing. Let me write that down as a note. To I will pose this to Professor Holder in the two p.m. hour. Um, QBs separate salary cap. Okay. Right now I'm, I'm squinting my face, because um, that one hasn't set, hadn't set in with me. That separate salary cap for quarterbacks. But the expansion of the roster, no joke. I think that is really something that should be on the table to uh, to kind of figure this thing out. Uh, coach him up is talking about Philip Rivers can be our quarterback coach. No dog, we got a quarterback coach. We got we got Bienemy. We good. Yeah, we're talking about as a player. And I don't know how Bienemy would would be uh, with thinking about a player coach. You know, player-coach-in-baseball, football is probably the hardest sport to be that player-coach-in because you got to practice to play this game. And I I just don't – can you imagine going one-on-one with your coach in practice, especially if he pissed you off or so, and you get a chance to knock – you know, what it, it, that, that whole idea would seem really crazy, but it's possible. It's not like it couldn't – you know, it's not like it – it couldn't happen. I think that would be uh uh that would be interesting. And so um as always I know that uh, I put that canine blast out. I'm gonna get G from the shop and um goat from the Water Boys MJ MJ don't forget there's two MJs. Now he's doing overall goat now. Now we're doing subcategory overall goat, MJ MJ, Peyton and Iron Mike Tyson. Now that's now that's competitive, but anytime I see a boxer, and it's not Muhammad Ali, yeah, it's got be Ali. My face gets crinkled up. I said, "Yo, dog, love Mike, but Ali, goat, goat."
4: Now, Doc, is there anything that uh, LeBron could achieve that would maybe sway your opinion on him be- being like the overall GOAT compared to Michael Jordan?
3: No, I don't think he can ever do it. I don't care if – now, let's say they win the next two – they go back-to-backs, they repeat in L.A. Well, yeah, that would take him over there because then he become a real Laker. Like, he'll never be a Laker unless you go back-to-backs or three-peat. Because the bar, that's where the bar's at. How you going to come in and steal a the city? They they hardly acknowledge him. They like him. But, yo, Beast, we've been through this. We three-peat. We the home of the three-peat. So winning one, yeah. I mean, you, it's all right. But don't think you're going to come in here and get your tab picked up. You at the diner, we ain't picking up your tab for that. You got to three-peat, Slim. The, the bar out there is ridiculous. I'm not saying it's even healthy. LA's the whole atmosphere is not even it's not healthy because people really believe it. And uh, and that's why to that crowd, nothing's impossible. They don't care where they're at, they focused on one thing. They don't get caught up in records and standing. It could come, did you get in and then did you win it all? Period. That's it. If you get knocked out in the playoffs, if you lose in that, you had a horrible season. You just move on to the next one. It's almost, and I'm not saying this is right, but I love the way the Yankees operate, although I think it's sick. They dismiss everything. If they don't win it all, they don't give a damn. If they lose in game seven in the World Series, this season was a loss. (laughs) They don't wear wear no runner-up stuff around. They don't acknowledge it. They have the sickest approach to winning in our culture, which I think is very healthy. I think it's so great in this electronic game boy society we live in now that old school, they have a facial hair requirement rules and everybody adheres to it. You ever hear anybody bitch about it? No, you ain't a Yankee. It's just like when the great John Wooden told Bill Walton, Bill, it's been nice having you as a member of our team. And the fellas went up to him and said, "Coach, if Bill hadn't have got a cut, Bill would have been would no longer been a Bruin." Guess what? He got it cut, and they're celebrating their 50th year of back-to-backs. Problem with this where we stand now is that we got a soft-ass society, sports, soft. Everybody's so concerned about somebody's feelings. But they get hard now when it comes to getting paid. Everybody wants to be paid, but nobody really wants to thug up. They don't want to thug up. It's all talk. It's all talk. And we allow it to happen because we're hooked on this thing and we can't stop ourselves. Take a quick break. Don't forget the holder is going to join us. It's a lot going on today that we have to kind of figure out to get things set. The return of the GOAT or not? We'll see.